She's watching her son-in-law on a satellite feed that she picked up on her cable TV. And she's like, my son-in-law is making me fucking horny. I don't care that my mom is here. I'm going to fuck my husband. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. Come on. What is happening? I can't. I don't. I can't. I can't. Get out of the room, Gran. What is your fucking weird kink? In 1993, Brooke McEldowney began publishing his newspaper comic, Nine Chickweed Lane. Nearly 30 years later, he's still writing it. Still. And we're still reading it. What is wrong with us? I I don't know. I'm Brooke Dillman. And I'm Jeff Drake. And this is a podcast about our obsession. This is Nine Chickweed Rage. Why did I build that It's just the same fucking thing over and over and over like i watch so so little commercial tv anymore and we were watching something and literally like every single ad was for some drug and every single side effect was like <laughs> what yeah, there was one. Yeah. There's one I can't remember what it's called, but it's for insomnia, and it says it may cause paralysis and inability to talk. <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, it's somebody like somebody like reads that and is like, "Worth yeah. the risk." Yeah, at least we'll get some shut eye. I'm I'm not sleeping, but I am paralyzed and can't speak. So it's close to sleep, I <laughs> guess. <close>. That's, <laughs> I'm sleep adjacent now. Next I best suppose. thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of sleep, can we yes. speak about sleep? Sure. I was late because I could not wake up. Okay. And I went to look at my little watch sleep thing. Yeah. And <laughs> Oh, this and- again? Yes, and at eight thirty, my yeah. pulse was at forty. <laughs> wow, that is. And so were... I'm like, oh, no wonder I don't want to wake up. I mean, I'm almost dead yeah. <laughs> before I wake up. My you body know, so... is putting me into a coma. <laughs> I mean, it, you, it, I, it seems like I have the side effect of that drug. Right, but it's like I, and that's why I just lay there. I'm like, 40. I, I can't wake up. What is your gets, normal resting heart rate? What, what do you, you mean, like sleeping? Well, I'm like there's, it's it's like fifties. It's fifties. Okay. There's there's just a thing called resting heart rate, and that's all. I I'm know, but it, but my what? sleeping in my sleeping heart rate, I get in the forties, and I have not gone below forty. But I'm like, <laughs> does it even go below forty? I mean, like, is it not telling me that I'm getting into the? 30s? <laughs> I mean, I, I literally, I just like laid wow. in bed going like, dear God, I can't, I can't move and I've got to get up to do the podcast. Our fans are counting on us. I don't know about that. Can can the fans tell us what's too low? What can Does anyone out there, is there does a doctor anyone... in Denmark? <laughs> is <Does> there anyone, <laughs> you know, it's a challenge that we're setting up for our couple of dozen listeners. Yeah. Can anyone beat Brooks 40? 40. <laughs> Heart rate. Oh, God. Yeah. And maybe if it did it at like three in the morning, you know, right. and then I could come back up to, you know, in the 
upper 40s, low 50s, but no, it was like it was like 8:30 and I had set the alarm for 8:35. And so coming right out of 40 into an alarm and then you're like, "Dear God." <laughs> and I've been having actors nightmares every night. Uh, right, sure. Every night. Well, you're you're in the you're in the complete throes of imposter syndrome right now. Yeah, exactly. Because you're getting ready to go to move across country <laughs> in a minivan in filled a minivan. with many things. Yes, the and dogs, the dogs' ashes. Dear, dear, and grandma and granddad. <laughs> uh, more ashes than than I would say most people travel with. I would say I would say probably probably. At least more, at least twice as many ashes of deceased beings than most people travel with. <laughs> you can't leave twice. them. You can't leave them. They can't be alone. <laughs> All right. Okay. Anyway, yeah. we won't get into no. the no. how no. many ashes we're bringing right. in our limited space in but, the car. But you're moving across there because you're getting ready to do a Broadway Broadway. I, I love it how I somehow get that in there every time. I get that in. I mean, how many times have we talked about this on the podcast? Uh, like, this, I did it again. Maybe just twice or I guess three oh, times okay. possibly. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. My, my ex- pulse is 40. I don't Look, know what's this going is, on. What do you think that's more self-serving than doing this podcast just <laughs> in general? <laughs> like Seriously. <laughs> it's a podcast. It's by its nature us just talking because we think people want to hear what we have to say. <laughs> well, we've got a good 20 to 20. 23 people that want to hear. Yes. And that, oh, wait. And you know what? I read, though, <laughs> about podcasts. What? It's not the, the flow of cash it used to be. Oh, no. Well, right. Because it's, <laughs> it's been inundated. Because they were like, uh oh, podcast companies are like, wait a minute. The cash isn't flowing like it was. And it's like, because people like us are doing. Could, could it be that there's now. Two billion podcasts? <laughs> Could that be? And there's only a limited amount of money to go around? I don't know. Maybe it's not that. It just it's cracked me up. I'm that. like, they're so shocked that it, there's yeah. no money in podcasts. <laughs> so if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I mean. Don't. 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 We shouldn't have. We should we have. are. No. Here we are. And now are. we're stuck. We have to do we're it. We're stuck. And guess what? Guess what? Strap in today. It's the most strips we've ever done in one podcast. And we're going to try to get through it in some somewhere under two and a half hours. And also, um, the the funniest is I was going through it, and yeah. uh, I think I missed one. So I might have to send you one. Let me look because... It but goes from like seven, six. I don't think there's any seventeen. No, there's seventeen. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Oh, there is. It would be easier for you. Let me just throw this out there. If when you were naming it, you simply gave it the number, then they would appear to you in order, and you could easily see instead of writing down in writing out the word, because that's what I do to. To make it easier for my for me to navigate. <sighs> so if you did just like titled it one, the number one, then that yeah. would be the first one that pops up in a file because uh, it puts oh. them in numeric order. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> that is. That Am is I kidding? So that a computer. Convenient. Hold on a second. You're asking me. Are you kidding me? 
that a computer puts things in numerical order? <laughs> I mean, that's astounding. True. It's really, it's a groundbreaking thing. But you may want to try that it. it I just don't know. knows. It just knows from the number. <laughs> but it does. But okay. In my defense, though, why doesn't it know from it just the knows. word? How come it can't tell what the word one is? Because not everything is a word, and so it puts it in alphabetical order according to the letters, not what the, not what the letters combined mean. Well, that's a stupid computer. Because <laughs> I can do it. I can, I can tell what the word is. So I'm smarter than a computer. Finally, we established it. No, no. Oh, that God. is, we cannot, I will not cosign on that <laughs> statement. I will not. I will not. Anyway, let's get going. We got to get uh, through these. There's a lot to get through. Okay, so our last podcast ended with Amos getting the hiccups again. Right. And Edda's got uh, her, she looks at him, you know, with... They've been given a call of five minutes before oh, thank he you. has Here, to get you on. You do it. See, you explain things so much better. But you started. I thought I was stepping aside to let you do it. So that you no, could, you should so never you step shine. aside to let me do it. So I will never shine. shine. <laughs> I will always crash and burn. Last week we ended with Amos about ready to get on stage to perform at the cello competition, he was mm-hmm. given five minutes, mm-hmm. and but he had the hiccups. He had the hiccups, and then he was given five minutes, and so then Etta looked at him with bedroom eyes and said, you know, and basically, like, we've got time to cure yeah. your hiccups before. And that's... Like, that's like when we lost our virginity to the hiccups earlier. Right. So um, now, now we're outside of a door with scribbling on it. <laughs> You're right. Brooke McEldowney, the the door and the sign on the door, the sign on the door is visible in all four frames of this strip. And there is no attempt to let us know what kind of door this might be. He could could have written janitor. Janitor. He could have written supplies. Yeah. He could have written electrical. You know, rehearsal. He could have written any of those things in French or German or whatever else they speak in Belgium. I can't remember. Um, French and German. There are two gentlemen in suits standing outside of the door. One is blonde. He's on the left. And so, of course, does not speak first. <laughs> uh, the, guy, the guy on the right. And they're just standing outside of there, you know, lurking. Uh, I'll let you t- take the first line. I'll be the blonde guy. He had a case of the hiccups. She took him in here to effect a cure. Is she giving him a glass of water? And then in the third panel, they both lean in to listen to the door. And then the gentleman with the dark hair says, Yes, I believe so. Dot, dot, dot. dot, dot. A very, very good glass of water. Oh, my God. Brooke playing him as a former Nazi sympathizer. (laughs) (laughs) Hiding out in Belgium. (laughs) In Belgium. But they speak German and French, and my German's a little better than my French. Yeah, so, I mean, German (laughs) and French. So he was, like, he was, like, part of, like, he was against the resistance in France. You know, now he's hiding out in Belgium. Yeah. 
All right, so we're on the second one now. We're still outside the door, and now oh, we're on the second one. Okay, hold on. <laughs> there we go. So we're outside the door now. The, the blind Uh-oh. guy, the the blind guy has disappeared. He's just gone. He's gone. He well, guess, he went. You know what he went to do? <laughs> he listened. He got. He listened. He was like, hey, "Excuse me. Excuse me. I have a <laughs> um, an issue to." <laughs> A very, very uh, urgent issue. I have an urgent <laughs> matter. I have urgent, an urgent matter to attend to. Tent pole to <laughs> oh remove. To, I, remedy. <laughs> to remedy. <laughs> okay, so uh. here um, is. Now I got I got to go back to my German accent though. Okay, hold on. We're outside the door now. He's knocking, and again, once again, we see the sign on the door. Just scribbles. Scribbles. Like uh, Brooke McEldowney, like he's drawn a door, and he's like, "That's enough." There's not even anything on the walls. The door just exists in a white void, and he's knocking, and he <laughs> says in in his German accent, <laughs> "Yeah, Monsieur." Oh wait, Josh- now that was French. Monsieur, Monsieur. All right, it's gonna. It's not gonna be good. It's not. Monsieur. Dot dot dot. dot, dot. dot drop down a line. Dot dot dot. Mademoiselle. Period. Drop down a line. Dot dot dot. <laughs> it is time. <laughs> the door opens. Out comes Etta. She looks fine. She's um, like her hair looks full and fresh. She's putting on lipstick. Oh, my God. Um, behind her, not yet through the door, is Amos, who um, looks like uh, like Claude the Cat after he's had nerved before he gets nerved on. <laughs> his <laughs> hair is all crazy. Um, his bow tie is untied. His his tuxedo with the glass, shiny glass lapels is all is all ruffled up. What happened to his glasses? Oh, okay. I see his glasses are Sidewinder. Okay. I thought they looked broken. No. And Etta, as she's putting on her lipstick, and not really, and this is no big whoop to her at all, she says... Uh, Just a moment. And Amos walks past and with his crazy face, and we see his mouth open and his corn niblet teeth, he says, well, I'm all ready to play. And then I'll do the German guy now because okay, Edda okay, okay. responds. Just briefly, though, Edda is on the left. Left. He's on the right. He speaks first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shall I waylay him with a comb, mademoiselle? She grabs him by the lapels and it gets right in his face and says, as if your very life depends upon it. Okay, so she's mad. Because she's the one who cured his hiccups by whatever, um, whatever sexual escapade in there. Who knows what they're doing? None of us want to think about it. Uh, But now she, like, I feel like she's somebody who messed up a room and now she's mad that somebody else isn't going to clean it up for her. She Ah, should make sure that he looks presentable. She's the one who made him unpresentable. Well, and that, I mean, they just lost their virginity like two days ago, one day ago, whatever. And that she's not embarrassed that someone might have heard or, you know, she's like, just a moment. You know, just like. Why is she not mussed up at all and he is? What was she doing 
to Knowing him. that he had to go out on stage, I'll just like, you know, like she was, like, ran, you know, like a joke kiss on a Carol Burnett sketch, like rubbing her hands all over his head. Yeah, or I don't know. I mean, if you just like... What's what's going on that he's so he's so disheveled and she is not at all. Not at She's all. She's not at all. Her hair is not even that mussed up. She just has to put lipstick on. And her down to the navel neckline. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is your chance, Brooke McEldowney. Your chance. Have her boob pop out. Yeah, come on. Come on. This is your come chance on. to have Edda's boob out. You know that your fans want to see it. <laughs> You know you've got drawings filling your studio of her boob flopping <laughs> out in different situations. Don't I'm, tell me you don't have it, you, you crazy old it. fucking coot. You got a bunch of weird... You you drew all of the pictures of what was happening on the other side of the door, so you know exactly what they were doing. You know exactly. Yeah, were they, he draws like, the whole thing. That's why he could only scribble... What the closet was, he didn't have time because he had right. he had drawn the sex scene on the other on the side. Inside. <laughs> they're they're sixty nining up against a wall with yeah. Amos upside down and uh, she's standing yeah. right side up. Who and his knows? editor's like, "We need to, tomorrow's comics coming out. We got to get that in the Jesus, paper. We cannot, we cannot publish this <laughs> image of Etta." Sitting on Amos's face, like what is? What do you think you're doing? This is a comic strip. Children will read this. That's the only reasonable explanation why he looks like he does, and she look is the sitting on the face. <laughs> she just that's the she only pushed him logical. The ground. It's like we only got five minutes, and that's so what that means- you do. That's how you have sex when you only have five minutes. Right. Right. You, yeah. <laughs> She grabbed him. Oh my god! She grabbed him by the groin and the neck, right? Okay. Yep. And lifted him off the ground, flipped him <laughs> over, and then then they went at it that way somehow up against a wall. That's why he's all mussed up because oh. he was upside down. <laughs> they were standing. He was upside down, and anyway. And just oh my god. All right, this next Somehow one Somehow take... she's so experienced after one time. And again, it's like it's just so like if this were written out as and and like shot as like a movie or a TV show, like you couldn't the actress playing Edda would be like, "God, just a, a moment ago I was feeling this way, now I seem to be feeling completely the opposite. What the fuck is happening? What is like, happening? Yeah, I can't like, play this. There's no way to play this. Like, how am I how is it this because in this next one, if we go to the next one, and while I start describing it, Brooke, I'll let you find it. I um, found I found it oh. while we were talking. I know, I know. I'm like trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Amos is now, I guess, the German collaborator. Uh, who's now hiding out in in Brussels has combed Amos's hair because Etta could not be bothered to do it. Amos is walking out on stage, smiling. He sits down on his stool, which I, I, I'm we shocked. proved earlier he did not need a stool. That he has an end pin that comes out of his pen. butt. <laughs> it's he's got an end pin that comes up, but maybe I don't know. Maybe the end pin was sacrificed during this wild. 69 against a wall. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah. He lost his end pin. Yeah. It just came, it popped right out. Whoops. 
He sits And then down. she grabs the French guy by the lapel and goes, go get his end pen as if your life depends. <laughs> get his end pen. Replace his end pen. <laughs> he sits down, smiling. Then he thinks for a second. He's like, something's missing. He walks back off stage and comes back with his cello. And now we see Etta is embarrassed in the background, holding her face in her hands. Now, And the chair is gone because he has <laughs> the chair is gone. No, he's further back now. I think he's further back. I think he's further back. But it is weird. to it. It's weird. It's but no, going, look, there's the over on the side right by her is the little piece of the piano. And then yeah. the chair should be no, right there. You're right. No, you're right. OK, I I I don't know why I was defending this. Yeah, shit why were you defending? Murdered. I don't know. This know. asshole. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But here's what Edda does. Edda's like, we've only got five minutes, so let's have a quickie to get rid of your, your hiccups. Before the biggest cello performance of your life. Right. All of the news balloons will be there. All, <laughs> All of them. Every single one. CNN, the Cello News Network, oh, they'll yeah. be there. Well, the Chinese balloon was shot down, so yeah. China will <laughs> not be there this year. But anyway, she is like, it's five minutes till you go out on stage, so I know how to get rid of your hiccups. Okay, fine. And she's like, but I'm going to tell you something. We're going to do it in a way that's going to leave you disheveled like crazy. Yeah. I'm just going to like, I am not going to pay any attention to, to whatever. Because the second time... A woman has sex. It's like she knows how to rock your world. Yeah, she's not she's, at all, yeah. you know, like, huh. Yeah. Okay, let me just get, get the hang of this. So then she's mad at the guy backstage. Like, get him a comb. And then she's not even like. like Helping him. Make sure to take your cello. I know you're a little discombobulated. Right. Because of the. Because of the weird, whatever weird sexual thing we just did. Right. That caused you to be so disheveled. I'm not going to remind you to get a cello. No. And then I'm going to walk out on stage knowing that you didn't take your knowing cello. Knowing that you're not holding. Because I'm sure she she would have gone like, good luck. I'm, you right. know, bre- I mean, break a leg. Right, let's, yeah, go, whatever. Let's, let's get it done. Yeah, she just walks out and she doesn't go like, hey, you know, you don't have your cello. And then she's like, you fucking idiot. Forgetting your cello. Jesus Christ. What the fuck are we doing out here in Brussels? Oh my God. All of the balloons are here. You're, uh, what do they call it when you uh, withhold sex? What do they call that? The, I can't think uh, of the word. Withhold- the joke was, she's like, you, you idiot, you forgot your cello. Now now you're not having sex tonight. You know that whole thing right, about like sure, the, sure. the wife withholds sex. Anyway. Why does she not help him? after? She's like, I'm going to be helpful and get rid of your hiccups. At that point, now that your hiccups are gone, I will refuse to help you on at least two occasions. One, straightening you up so you look nice. Yeah. And then two, like, I have something to make my lips look fine. Somebody get him a fucking comb! (laughs) I'm fucking busy here with my lipstick! Do you understand I was sitting on his face? Uh, Somebody else (laughs) better find his fucking cello. Find it. Find his fucking cello. It's a goddamn cello competition. He doesn't have a cello. I'm just going to walk out on stage and wait. I'll just (laughs) wait. And if he comes out here with no cello, I swear to God, I'm going to put my face in my hand. (laughs) See if I don't. 
You Belgian fucking bastards! Standing in front of thousands of people with my face in my hand! Oh, what kind of rinky-dink fucking cello competition is this? No wonder there was only one press balloon! Where's the cello handler? <laughs> Jesus! Okay, now they're getting ready to perform. I know. Also, can I say something? Sure. That... You can say lots of things. They, we have, they have time uh, to spare. We have time to spare. <laughs> they already... We're making so much money. Uh, the, <laughs> they've already been caught having sex in public. And she's like, let's do it again. But he doesn't know that because she kept it from him for some reason. Some reason. <laughs> All right. So. Because she thought he might ruin his cello performance. Not having your cello is what ruins your cello performance. Well, you kind of need it for to a have cello a cello. Perfor- yes. Yeah. People oh are not interested in seeing an, accompan- an accompanist. Is that correct? Accompanist. 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 Somebody playing piano. Accompanist. And somebody else just sitting on a chair nearby, not playing an instrument. Well, if her <laughs> boob was out. <laughs> It's out all the time. I'll yeah, if her boob that. was flopping, everybody you know, would be just fine you with know it. Where her boob is oh no! Oh god! Oh god! Right here in the studio, always <laughs> flopping. Proud of Oh, perky. Oh my god! Yeah. Standing but, up proud, uh, like a proud American, defending America's pride in this international cello It's so sad. <laughs> But the thing is, is he's been drawing this character since she was nine or whatever. Saluting our our boys overseas who gave their lives in World War II. (laughs) Now, uh, in the next one. I'm so dizzy. My pulse must be 40 again. Wait, what is In the next one, now we're behind them. Oh, I'm 81 now after that tirade. I'm 81. Uh, yeah, let's see okay. where I am. I got it. I'm probably close to 90. Uh, I was at 87 one minute ago. <laughs> let's see what it says. It's measuring it now. Hold, please. Hold, please. 77. I'm very calm. I got it out. You're very calm. You got it out. All right. So they're sitting next to each other. Okay. He's turning to her. Weirdly, he's on the left and speaks first. So strange. I don't understand. Yeah, so it makes strange. no sense to me. It makes no sense to me. But, but also, didn't he walk out? See, let's now- get let okay. you know what? Okay. Let's get there. Let's get okay. there. Okay. So he's sitting, it looks like he's sitting next to her. It looks like the, that's the piano beyond them. He's sitting, he's got his hand on her back, and he says, I love you, Edda. I can't say that too many times. And then in the next frame, she's in the next panel, she's looking at him and says, I love you too, Amos, but I think you can say it too many times. Then we cut wide and he's sitting on the piano bench next to her and his cello is leaning against the piano 10 feet away from him. And she says, because she's on the right, she speaks right. first. She speaks first. So it's a, it takes forever to figure out. There's only two bubbles, and you're like, which one? What? Yeah. Uh, you have to. I mean, during the competition. And he sort of looks out, note, as if noticing the audience for the first time, except for all the times he noticed the audience in the previous strip, mm-hmm. and says, 
ah, dot, 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 I take your point. And his cello is literally 10 feet away, leaning against the piano. So he walked out past Mm -hmm. her. If you look at the previous one, Mm -hmm. he walks out past her looking at the audience and smiling. He walked out originally looking at the audience and smiling, sat down, realized he didn't have his cello, went back and got his cello, walked past her, then put his cello down on the seat and then walked back around so he could sit down next to her at the piano and say this and then pretend he doesn't know they're at a competition. But he put his cello down. He put his cello down. Yeah. Gently balanced it against the... Balanced it Against the chair, make sure it doesn't fall. I still have to perform at this competition. Going to sit down and have a moment with my wife and then, oh, she just pointed out that I'm at a competition. Isn't that weird that I forgot that just a moment after realizing that I was at a competition? Anyway, very, very great. Okay. It's just like <laughs> the biggest moment of your life. Yeah. I, you know, I've gone to the fifth one today, which is uh, we're at November 28th, 2008. And I apologize, but there's a window very close by. And if I jump out it just right, I can end my life. Okay. After seeing yep. this one. Yep. <laughs> Jeff! Jeff, stay stay here. We've got Crash. 13 more to do today. No, Please. chances are. I can't do them by are. myself. And my heart rate went up to 106. <laughs> <laughs> what is my... Oh, mine went down to 65 because Jesus. I'm slowly dying. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just slowly... This is just another one of those fucking things where it's like... He's showing the passion of people the playing passion. their instruments. It's it's basically one wide thing that's cut into two panels. On the left, we have her playing mm-hmm. the piano. We do get a hint of, like, the slit of her dress, though, just so you know. She's arching her back to oh, yeah. thrust her yeah. boobs into the air. Her She's boob. playing piano exactly like somebody who plays piano does, and that is to have one hand on the keyboard yeah. and then to have one hand drawn all the way back yeah. as if she was getting ready to throw a softball and well, leaning <laughs> back. Her hand is Great. six feet from the piano. But again, <laughs> yeah, it reminds us of Elizabeth Berkeley in the scene yes, with Kyle McLaughlin exactly. and Showgirls exactly, is what it looks yeah. like. The, like the she's flopping around. Scene. She's like, thr- and obviously this is like, because her hair is sort of flying forward. So like she's throwing herself backwards in the passion of the moment. And then in the second panel, we see Amos and he's just sort of looking placid and playing his dumb fucking cello. But here, uh, here's another thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, the accompanist, accompanist, accompanist. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know. We've really gotten ourselves into a pickle with that one. <laughs> always is real flashy when accompanying a solo artist. Right. It's, they want to do as much in the background as they can amazing. to draw attention away from the solo artist. That's a very good point. Etta I mean, has it's come so insane. She's like, it's a cello competition. Where do they fucking get a load of my tits? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, well, this piano's going to knock your socks off or your bra Ow. out or your jock off, you know? I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's his competition. And she, he's taking he's, all of the focus. He's playing Bach. He's playing a little do do dee do dee do dee do do dee do dee do dee do Right, playing, yeah. And she's playing Great Balls of Fire by Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> 
Touch me, baby. Oh, she's a, she's it feels to good. Put her heel on the <laughs> on the keyboard. But it's just like. <sighs> but once again, it's like, oh God, she's just. You know, he's drawing it just like she's always feeling the music so much. Well, because they're feeling the passion of their their uh, broken virginity. Or their, what is it? You break your virginity? What is it? Broken. What? You lose What's, it. You lose it. Thank you. Your lost virginity. A, a broken virginity. Mm, yeah. <laughs> no. No. The broken Oh, virginity. God. And if I hadn't killed myself already, I okay. would kill myself Here at this he goes. next one. He's gonna kill again. Kill. <laughs> Stay with me, Jeff. I can't. I Stay can't. with me. No, I'm giving up. I'm no, giving you can't. Up. We've got. Mm-hmm. We've I'm got. I'm crossing over. Into, we, I see the light. We've got twelve more. I see the light. I'm oh, going no. into okay. the light. Oh. Carol Ann is beckoning right. me into the light. <laughs> Carol Ann. All children cross over. Children. There is peace and serenity in the light. <laughs> I love oh, that movie, Poltergeist. I saw it six times in the theater when it I came can't. out. It's too scary. It's too. And scary. there is a there's a scene in it where, like, when all the shit starts to go wrong, and the the kid, the boy has been afraid of like the um there's a thunderstorm coming and he's afraid of the of the tree outside his window it looks spooky and there's a little toy clown that he has sitting on a chair in his room mm. and so he's like looking out the window and he's a little scared and he looks over at the clown and the clown looks scary and then he looks back at the window and then he looks back and the Mm-mm. clown is not and the clown's Mm-mm. not in the seat and he's like ah oh. And so he looks around and then he finally, like, he leans over and he reaches down slowly and his bed has a bed skirt. Okay. He reaches down. No. And he grabs it and gra- grasps it with his hands and then pulls it up. And oh, there's God. No- and there's nothing, nothing under the bed. And he's like, phew. And he sits up and the clown's next to him in the bed. Oh, my God. See, Kay. I couldn't. I don't think I've so- ever seen the full movie. Oh, it's so good. It's too scary. Anyway. It's, there's a lot of scary stuff in it. It's it's very scary, but it's fun. So I had seen it like two or three times, and uh, and was there with our mutual friend John Nickham, oh, who, no. who was oh, like no. with, who was like with me for most of the times I saw it. This was, I mean, whenever the movie came out, I think we were still in high school, maybe or just yeah. out of high school. Oh yeah, yeah. Watchmill. <laughs> We've mentioned it before. You probably saw it several times. Yeah. <laughs> and so this scene comes up. And I'm watching it, like, and so I know exactly how everything plays out. And so, like, the kid, like, notices the clown is gone. He wants to check under the bed. He reaches down. He grabs the bed skirt. And then he pulls it up, and there's nothing under there. And right when he pulls it up, I go, ah! (laughs) And the whole audience goes, ah! (laughs) And then they laugh. (laughs) And then everybody laughs. And then the kid sits up, and the clown attacks Oh, my God. And then everybody screams again. It was like, it was so, so delightful. Oh, my God. It was just You're so, so uh, mean. It was You're just so mean. Every, but it was so funny because everybody screamed and then had enough time to laugh before the clown actually, before the, then oh the real God. scare. It was fun. Fun oh, times. That was just a golden time of movies. Just <sighs> And just like how interesting Joe Beth Williams as an actor, you know, like. Yeah. Just a, the the way people looked was interesting, and now everybody yeah. just looks the same. No <laughs> one looks interesting. Okay, Grandma, get off. I I'll, know. Get off I'll get off your lawn. I'll get off your lawn. But Please first, do. we got to talk about this next one. Okay, which oh, I recommend 
everybody read, and then we will grab torches and we'll march on wherever the fuck Brooke McEldon yeah, is. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and with pitchforks and oh my god, four panels. And this one is insufferable, it's insufferable. <sighs> I don't know well, how I'm going to get to this. I don't know this. how you're going to make it. This is only six. Right. Uh, so Amos is, uh, he's being very soulful. He's kind of bent over. He's playing high on the high on the fretboard. So he's like, it's probably like some, some beautiful soaring melody on his cello. Sidebar, cello, the most beautiful sounding instrument in all of the orchestra. Nothing sounds better than a cello. In my opinion, I, like it's just I get it. It's a beautiful okay. sounding instrument. Right? No, it, it is. So it is. But it's got to be it's got to be the right tune and the right. Right. So player. he's playing. Then we see a shot of the audience. All of their eyes are like open in surprise. It's almost as if almost as if like, uh, did he get hiccups again? And she's fucking him on stage. <laughs> but no, they're just like looking surprised. And then close up on Amos, and now he's looking off to the side as he continues to play his soulful, soulful performance. And now everyone, cut back to the audience, the woman and man who are in the center, the woman has the man's hand, head in her hand, and she's leaning in. Everyone's eyes are closed, and everybody is a couple, and their heads are, like, knotted together. And weirdly, the woman, by the way... The woman in the audience is wearing a fucking turtleneck. Oh my god! They both are. Aren't aren't both of the ladies wearing a turtleneck? E- oh yeah, behind. the woman in like the fuchsia behind. Yeah, yeah. I think so. That yeah, she's got a lavender like turtleneck on. But then look at the final one. First of all, it it's sort of weird. Where is her arm coming from? Yeah, where the- because <laughs> because like it you should be able to see like it connect to her shoulder, but you don't. So maybe it's somebody else's arm. But then. What's on her shoulder? Whose hand is on her shoulder now all of a sudden? I think it's supposed to be his, but yeah. the way it's drawn, it looks like it's the guy in the row behind. Yeah, the guy He's in the like row behind. forward. Like, he came alone. He came alone, and so he doesn't have anyone to, to fondle. Uh, thru- thruple anyone? Thruple anyone? Thruple? No? Yeah. Uh, how about you? Thruple? Yeah. They're thruple? fine with it. Cello thruple? <laughs> But literally, it's like Amos's playing is so amazing. It's making everyone in the fucking audience, it's making everyone in the audience fall in love. And her arm has fallen off, but her hand is her hand is attached to his face now, because it's the way it's drawn. It makes no sense. Where it it just looks super weird. It's because her her like if you imagine holding your arm up, like look at it in the camera, like how like you would you would see. You would see part of it. You would see part of her arm. Or she's he's, going, a, he's a terrible artist. He's, he's a terrible uh, artist, awful. everybody. It's awful. He's it's so all, bad. And also, like, speaking of terrible artists, like, in the back, like, I thought, like, those lines in the second panel were, like, everyone's, whatever their thoughts were going to each other, but it's just head. <laughs> no. I thought it was, like, <laughs> their oh. Their thoughts were going to each other. <laughs> You know, I thought. How in a drawing, when you want to indicate that people's thoughts are going into other people's heads, that you draw like an arched line to indicate my thoughts are going into this person's head. All right. Enough. Enough. <laughs> but I don't I didn't know they were people. No, because he spends more energy with those lines in the background, even though it looks like he started and then he kind of just fucking gave yeah, up. He's yeah. like, I'm done. I'm done yeah. fucking doing this. Well, yeah, that's but a in lot the fourth of people panel, 
in the fourth panel, he has gone much farther with it. Yeah, with but hair. But also, and- her hand on the guy's, the lavender turtleneck lady, it's like she's got her thumb in his eye. <laughs> right, yeah. She's got, well, maybe she's, she's ah, wiping just, a tear. Oh, I bet she is. Wiping a tear. I bet that's what, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what's happening. And I cannot get over the fact that that is the guy behind leaning forward and putting his hand on her shoulder. That's yeah, what it looks I like. I love it. So yeah, much. it's like, uh, I don't have... I don't have anyone. Okay, okay. To, Moving to on to seven. We got right we got eleven more after this one. Miles to go before we sleep. Miles to go and get back down to forty beats 40. per minute. Get get back down to forty where I belong. Oh, man, why are we doing this, Brooke? Why are we? I know. I told it's it's horrific. And it just goes like this. It just goes on and on. That's why I was like, should I skip some? I don't know. I, it's no, just the same no. so, fucking no, thing over and over and over. Okay, so the first one is Amos playing, and he's uh, and for some reason there's like a, a weird like yellow glow on his cello now. Yeah. Like it looks like it. It, I, it looks I like guess a it's, uterus or something. It's like, <laughs> it, does, it looks. It looks very. It, I mean, I think it's not too much of a stretch to be like, I, I think he was trying to make this like a little more sexual looking. Yeah. That this yeah. looks a little bit more like a vulva than yeah. a cello yeah. normally does. Yeah. By, by having this extra, extra like shape on either side of uh-huh. the strings. Uh-huh. Cause it's uh-huh. very, it's very weird. It doesn't look like light reflecting. It just looks like I'm drawing. <laughs> Amos is playing a giant <laughs> vulva Fucking on stage. Shit. Then we cut to guys, get ready because they've found the sat- the, the satellite broadcast <laughs> again. <laughs> it's great. Got that balloon up and going. It's Gran. It's Juliet. It's Elliot all sitting on a couch. And do I normally play Juliet? I can't remember. I can't remember. I don't. I don't have anything left. You can play her. Whatever. She Juliet says really passionate playing. Dot dot dot. Don't you think? Like why? Just really passionate playing. Comma. Don't you think? That's how you would write it normally, in dialogue. It's enough of a pause to have a comma. Anyway, really passionate <laughs> playing. Dot dot dot. Don't you think? Then she and Elliot whose legs are crossed toward each other, okay, they look at each other, and Gran is looking out the side, giving them side eye, and then in the last panel, Gran is looking away, and Juliet and Elliot are disheveled. Juliet's skirt Skirt is, is up. pushed up. Oh, her, God, gross. Her, she's wearing a turtleneck, of course. Yeah, a lavender turtleneck, just like disheveled. It's all disheveled, like he's had his and her uh, sweater that she's wearing over her fucking turtleneck because everybody's. It's an identical sweater to the one Gran is wearing over her yellow dress, which is buttoned all the way up to her collar, (laughs) up to her neck. Yeah, all these people who just all they do is have sex are always buttoned up and covered. And Elliot's sweater is pushed up. You can see, and his collar and his hair, both their hair is crazy, and his glasses are askew. And it's like, so the assumption is what? They just fucked in front of Gran. Yeah, or like at least, you know, 
they hand had a, job or fingered or something right. in front of her mother. It, it, can, it has to be more than that. How does your hair get all disheveled if it if like Elliot's ju- if it's just like if it's just like hands in in pants? That's not hands in pants. Elliot's not going to look like that if he was if it was just a finger bang. <laughs> Unless she's a robot and he got electrocuted when he was doing it, when he tried to plug in. So they fucked next to Grand. They're watching. She's watching her son-in-law. She's watching her son-in-law on a satellite feed that she picked up on her cable TV. And she's like, my son-in-law is making me fucking horny. I don't care that my mom is here. I'm going to fuck my husband. Jesus fucking Christ. Come on. What is happening? I can't. I don't. I can't. I can't. What were they doing that they got this disheveled and Gran is still sitting there? Get out of the room, Gran. What is your fucking weird kink that you want to watch your daughter and her husband like just fucking full out? Well, and she almost looks bored though. Like she's like, "Well, they'll be finished soon. They do this all the time. Are they done? I mean, I've seen it like ten thousand times. I watch it every time I can. What is going on in this universe?" Oh my God! Just <laughs> Jesus! Why? Why is Grant still there? Get out of the fucking room! That's elder abuse. You know, I have to. I have to speak up for Grand. That is elder abuse. I have to speak up for Grand. Please, she do. wants to see the performance on the balloon satellite. Yeah. Why does she have to leave the room? Oh, they should leave the room. That's right. But I mean, I don't think if if you have to have emergency sex and you're on and you're in a room watching with other people, you leave the room. Yes. But obviously they're not going to leave the room. And at some point she's like, certainly they're going to leave the room. But when it's clear that they're not going to and he's got her skirt pushed up. (laughs) Like, Grand should be like, you know what? I'm going to leave. If you guys are just going to fuck here on the couch, I'm getting out of here because this is getting really super fucking weird. (laughs) This is so weird. And why does his cello look like a vulva? Right, but she was eating hot dogs with Gene Harlow. (laughs) You know, or who was it? I can't can't believe. I can't. Rita Hayworth, right? Rita Rita Hayworth. Hayworth. That's right. She was eating hot hot dogs. So she's used to this. Just people eating hot dogs, having sex, fingering each other. Yeah. Yeah. What? (sighs) Oh, my God. What's wrong with his family? What's wrong wrong with with everyone in this world? I mean, everyone in his world is like hot to trot. 24 7. Right. The, I, the furtiveness agency. The oh, guys that truck. just called five minutes. The guy, you know, everyone is like, you know, Esme, the police officer, everybody in the whole goddamn world of Nine Chickwee Lane is like, let's fuck. <laughs> well, it's, it's also just like, okay, I get like coming from a place of, 
my characters are so passionate about the arts that they will watch that while watching, like we've all seen somebody do something artistic and been moved emotionally. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so this is like, I get like amping that up to the comedic and, level yeah. of like, I'm watching somebody pl- do a performance and now like suddenly I'm overcome with passion, but what she they're watching is her son-in-law and that gets her so hot to trot that she wants to fuck. And sitting next to her is her mom. Mother. It's so gross. <laughs> it's so gross. And also it's like, I mean, if you've been somewhere with your spouse and you've seen something beautiful and it makes you just, you know, you feel the love for your spouse while you're watching it, you would just take their hand quietly. I mean, everybody's just like, you know, rolling on each other in the audience. It's just like, what? Yeah. And everyone came with a significant other except the one guy. Who's trying to like, please, somebody, to get in somebody there. Somebody include me. I'm going to have to finger me. bang somebody. I, Is it you? I, Is it you? Could, Do you mind? Could, Excuse me, finger, miss. <laughs> don't, don't make me finger bang myself, please. Not again. Not Could again. Could you pull down your turtleneck slightly? I just want one, like I to touch one boob. Just, just a, a, <laughs> a little graze of your boob, please. Just a, just let it pop out, just like in oh in God. Brooke McEldonnie's private studio. In the next one, Amos is still playing, and he's infected the world. It's like a zombie movie. He's infecting the world with passion. Everyone is able to watch this fucking cello competition <laughs> from Brussels. Everyone is able to watch it. And I forgot this And this is 2008 name. before yeah. like Zoom or anything like that. I mean, there like was... Everyone's watching it on their TV. What is this? Yeah. Isabel? Is that her name? I don't care. Is that a... <laughs> She's the one who has, who has an accent. <laughs> Oh, that's right. The slight accent. She has a slight accent. Okay. Wait, all right. So we see Amos, and he's like really, he's plying his trade. He's like really strumming his vulva there in Brussels. <laughs> strumming his vulva. That's the Brooke McEldowney autobiography. Strumming his and vulva. And then we cut to, I think it's Isabel. I think it's Isabel. Isn't that who we talked about last time? Yes. Anyway, yeah, she's right, the one right. who's jealous, who's jealous of like apparently like way more like another woman interested in Amos. And she's sitting <laughs> <laughs> she's sitting by herself in a in a stuffed chair. She's just sitting by herself and then a gentleman in a turtleneck. And yes, in a turtleneck, of course. A gentleman pops up kind of behind her and he's watching standing behind her chair. <laughs> yeah. She invited him over to watch Come on the over. cello competition. She's like, I only uh, have one chair, though, he's friend. Like, Is there uh, somewhere <laughs> else? Nope, it, no, I just have the one chair. I need you standing behind me. <laughs> as if um, as if you're a servant or something. It's a thing for me. He's sort of leaning around her as if it's difficult to see the TV. Their eye line makes me feel like once again, this TV is just on the floor. Yeah, yeah. It's like my grandparents used to have one of those big old console. Yeah, the console. It's a console that's like TV, built of into like yeah. a cabinet. Right. Theirs was in what had formerly been a doorway between their living room oh, and their kitchen, wow. and was on a giant turntable, so you could <laughs> turn it around and watch TV while you're in the kitchen. <laughs> and I could still hear that sound. <laughs> Oh, you 
turn man. it. Anyway, Genius. so Genius. they're watching on my grandparents' <laughs> console TV when that TV finally died, when the tube of it died. Then and and it was after it was after my grandmother had passed many years. And um, my grandfather did not get rid of the console. He simply took the guts out of it and put a smaller TV inside. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, that's a beautiful console. I mean, that's, that's some it's fine like decor. A, it was on a, that's was on some a box. It was tiny. It was terrible. Anyway, okay, so this mystery guy. Um, oh, God, let's look him up. I mean, okay. God, nine chicken. Okay. I looked it up. Okay. Okay. I looked there it up. Go. This is, it is Isabel. Isabel Florin. Okay. Uh, as a quick reminder, she is of Portuguese origin with a slight accent. That's right. And That's this right. gentleman is Burkhardt Kriegel, a violinist from Vienna, a yes, womanizer. Oh, a womanizer regularly I'm rebuffed shocked. by Edda. He oh. took up with Isabel. I'm shocked by the snooze. Those who are tardy. That he is sexually harassing women. Yeah. Shocking. Mm-hmm. Shocking. And then, of course, he ends up with, with somebody. Anyway, so yeah. Burkhardt Kriegel, he's from Vienna, so I get to do my German accent again. <laughs> and he says, not bad the technique, period. Drop down a line, dot, dot, dot. <sighs> Maddening. Very impressive playing. His phrasing is dot, dot, dot. And Isabel reaches up over her shoulder, grabs him by the front of his shirt, and yanks him over the back of the of the giant chair that she's sitting in, and starts making out with him. And he's wearing like Betty Boop shoes. <laughs> Look at so, the shoes yeah. he's wearing. Well, he's wearing he's wearing. Okay, he's got a blazer on, mm-hmm. and then what appears to be a white sweater over a white button-down shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, and it's like, and he's like, I dressed up in a suit, so to stand, and you won't even give me a chair. Stand, you, you won't me. even give why, me a chair. Why am I standing behind? He didn't like Brooke McEldown. He doesn't even like give us the like like oh he went to the kitchen to get a drink or right, something yeah like yeah. where he could have a drink in his hand like as he's if, right if he's yeah, walking yeah. back in and then like when she grabs him like then the drink could go flying that, that would be even be funnier kidding. that'd be funny yeah, yeah no the he's drink just flies. standing no. there weirdly behind her yeah. chair oh my God. so they see it and now they gotta fuck. Because he's so good at playing his vulva. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Are you at nine? Yeah. That uh, is, I think that's Seth. Seth Appleby. Who at this point is still gay. Yes. Right. That, uh, that Eventually Seth and Mark, he married. Yeah. That's Mark who had a thing for Etta's knees. And then once he said it out loud, then he needed to barf. To vomit, yeah. Yeah, so um, once again, we begin. This fucking cello thing is still going on. He's still strumming his vulva. And we see (laughs) Seth, and Seth is sitting in his fucking turtleneck sweater. (laughs) And a tear comes to his eye. Yep. Comes to his giant, in his giant flight. He looks like he's, it's like, it's like he's inflated. Anyway, he, one of his eyebrows is under his hairline and the other one floats up into his hair. In his hair. (laughs) He's 
It's some, in his hair. For some reason, it's in his hair. But he has a tear on his right cheek, but he's wiping off a tear from his left cheek. So I don't or know. Or picking his nose. You or can't pi- tell. Yes, yeah. it's, yeah, it's it's possible. But then, then he's, then we, we see that he's put on a cap. A jaunty a, cap. A jaunty, like, newsboy cap. Yeah. And uh, a yellow scarf and a jacket. And he's walking through the streets, still crying. He's yeah, just sobbing, so just walking down the street, sobbing. Then he's at the door, and the man who opens the door is Mark, I suppose, who has red crazy hair and a mustache and beard. And then Mark, who now is the size of a 10-year-old child, yeah. <laughs> leaps into his arms. He is so small looking. He literally looks like a raggedy Andy doll from I the back. Get- that Seth is is large and imposing because he's just like all all, all ballet dancers are. All male ballet dancers right, yeah. are like the size of like an action hero. Yeah. As yep. opposed just to the, like, oh, they're just very they're very muscular, but they're also like five six. Yeah. Like they're not anyway. Then Mark leaps into his arms and he is so small. He's so small that we see him from behind and we see Seth happy to have him in his arms. But it really it looks like a, a father holding a child. It, it does. Or, or a raggedy Andy doll. Do you remember those yeah. dolls with uh-huh. the red yeah. hair? Yeah. Yeah. Because it looks like his legs are like. They're like cloth up. and floppy. He's like he's like doing what was that called? The herky? The herky. No, a herky. I know what Wasn't you mean, that? though. Yeah, like where you like arch your back and you like kick your leg. Anyway, both his both his legs are kicked up, so his heels are near his butt. Anyway, Seth's playing. I mean, not Seth. Amos is playing. Amos is playing is so moving. It has reunited this man and his child bride. Yeah. So, <laughs> so did they? Apparently, they've been in a fight or something, or they broke up, or I don't know what's going I on guess. because it's it, it, it seems that. They're they're reconciling. Yes. Okay. So, so damn um, stupid. Guys, buckle in because it gets dumber. Here we go. Yep. Number ten, Brooke. I'm so glad you skipped none of these because. Okay. And also, I'm sorry that you did that because you know that I'm going to have to come over there and murder you. Now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I want to be dead. Oh, so sure. that, that's why you're I nearly yeah. every night you're nearly there. I'm nearly there. If you could just come and just all you have to do is kind of just hold your hand <laughs> over and then my pulse will go down to the 30s, 20s. And then Charlie, your husband, will wake up during it and he'll be like, thank you. I, I never had the guts to do it. <laughs> of course, he didn't wake up when I was being murdered because he did not wake up. When the police were flying around the oh, house the other that's night. Right. No. Yeah. Anyway, we he can't sleep. get into that. But yeah, he, he slept through the, the entire he, thing yeah. until the police banged on the door and said, We have to take the dogs into the backyard, the canine unit. The man is hiding in your backyard. Anyway, that's yeah. another story, another day. <laughs> yes. It, anyway, so now, now we're back at the recital. And. Etta's hair is flying because she's playing passionately. And then in the next frame, we see that uh, 
Amos has his but nobody is touching their instrument. Right. Well, because it was like <laughs> both both their hands are up in the air. Yeah. And just like any time you play piano, you frequently your hands are just like up in the air. Like I I don't know <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm on a roller coaster all of a sudden. Whee! <laughs> and Amos is lifting up his his bow. his bow and looking down. He's not doing anything. And then in the final panel, he's standing and. Bats are attacking Bats. everyone. That's in exactly the what it looks like. And what is that? And their hands are in the air. Oh wait, I think everyone has thrown their programs in the air. But, but it, it looks, looks like bats. It looks like they're being attacked, and people's hands are in the air to protect themselves from the bats that have um, come out of the out of the um, out of the rafters. It may, and why are all of the I guess they're saying because it's dark in the audience that all of them, like, why couldn't he make the programs a light color so we could kind of see that it was programs? It's, I mean, it literally looks like a, yeah. a Halloween picture. It's it's very weird. A lot of them look like weird um, bat slash butterfly creatures. Well, and how big is the program? Giant. For a cello competition. <laughs> I mean. So many pages. So many pages. There's so, so many I mean, people are going to be injured when those fucking things come back down. Oh I mean, so this is how good. But no one's clapping. Is. They all have their hands. Oh, they've thrown their. No one yeah. thinks to clap first. Their first thing is to throw their uh, programs in the air. But also, shouldn't it be just like a fucking Caligula esque orgy in there? Right. right yeah, now? you're right. Yeah, like, they isn't all everybody have to, just like banging everybody else except for the one guy who's like underpants back who? on. <laughs> put their boobs back in their why? Why uh, isn't it bras turtlenecks. and underwear? Why isn't it bras and underwear? Right. Being why isn't it bras air? and underwear? Why is it still in their diaphragms clothes? and used condoms? <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> it's like. Oh, my God. IUDs being removed and thrown into the air. Well, and also, like, why didn't he put in, like, ah, a collective roar? You know, like people do in a concert hall when they love something. They just, everyone goes, ah, you know. It's, I think that it's part It's like everyone's implied. just silently throwing things in the air. Well, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. and he's up and bowing now, so it's like, wouldn't they be clapping by this point? I mean, the time has passed from, you know, the finished thing. Yeah. Roar! Well, they, just, they, it, they exploded into, th immediately threw everything into the air. Right, and he they, immediately guess, stood up. He, You know, when you're playing that passionately, I mean, the, the artist usually just kind of sits there for a second, like, feeling it. Right, and there's no chair. And, Anymore. There's no oh chair. my God! There's no chair. There's no chair. And Ada's Ada's looking. And she, there is um, no chair. Let's let's move on to the next one because now now we're from behind Ada and we see him bowing, and then we see Ada like giving him a look, and it's like, what the fuck is with this look? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, why what, isn't she I, happy? What is it supposed to What's be? What's it supposed to be? The is look. it supposed to be like sexy or something? But he's like walking, he's like walking over to her and she's looking at him. And I cannot for the life of me figure out what, 
what expre- what emotion she's supposed to be conveying. Like At this she, point, she looks mad. She looks yeah. She looks um, she looks disappointed. Kind of bored. Yeah. Like, but then in the final one, then somehow, where the fuck is he? Yeah. Where is he? He's grabbed her. Where's the right. bench? But, but look, Where but is- look, he has gone. He is behind. The bench is still there underneath her somehow. Somehow. You can see the legs of it. But then he's like on the other side of the piano. And his holding cello, his cello. So somehow he whipped around. He With came the all the way around, and now he's somehow picked her up, but his body is still blocked by the keyboard. Like, because you can see right, the keyboard Right, yeah, you can go. see the whole keyboard. It's so, it, anyway, it makes no sense. But makes now, none. now he's coming around And no to give chair, up. again. No chair. No, the chair is completely gone. He kicked it into the audience, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Kick! Yeah, fuck you, people! Fuck for you, throwing, people. throwing your programs, and now it's all about roses. us. Roses are raining down as he kisses her passionately. They are in love. And, and everyone in the audience brought a rose. Oh, roses are raining down. Like an ice skating them. performance. Exactly. Exactly. Everyone, Please everyone who wants to let the thing. this feeling in. We forgot about the roses. <laughs> Every, Everybody who watched this on a satellite, the satellite turned that passion into horniness. And so people watching it via satellite got super horny and had yeah. to had to fuck. Yeah. But people in the audience just sort of quietly leaned together. Right. And then at the end, so nobody was having sex here, which is weird that they decided to do that. Okay. Here's the I I really Go can't on. get over the her face in the middle. What the I it's what the very, hell it's is so she weird. looking it's like, at and it's doing? It's almost like it's almost like I'm sorry. I did I too bad. Oh, is he gonna yeah. hit me? <laughs> yeah, right. It's like what's gonna... he could? I mean, it's so and her eyebrows are in her hair. Yeah, as yeah. well. I don't like. I don't know what it's supposed to convey. I don't know what he like what he's even attempting to do. Is she? Right. Is she like? Because it doesn't look like sexy. It doesn't look like like I'm proud of you. It doesn't look like that was what it. Wow, we did. We fucking nailed it. It looks sheepish and weird. Yeah. Any, okay. Right. Let's and move you, on. You'd though. be sobbing. Your significant other just wowed the. And then there's you'd right. Be and sobbing. the crowd is fucking tearing the place apart. Tearing the place apart. You'd and be, but still, she's like not enough attention for me. For me. <laughs> At this, not enough attention from me, the piano player at a cello competition. (laughs) Okay, now, roses are still raining down. We're on the 12th one. Guys, we're just blazing through these. Blazing through. The roses are still raining down, even though there don't seem to be that many roses on the stage. No. no. (laughs) But they're still flying down. They're still raining. Yeah, Yeah. And now they've stopped making out. Um, they're standing at the front. He's looking at her. Her head is bowed in shame. No, she's, he's like giving her her curtain call. So she's bowed. He's like, look oh, at she this. Like knee for, is she yeah. Like so I think she's doing, like doing a curtain call bow. He's okay, looking at so her like, thank God for you. It had nothing to do with the cello. Yes. They're holding hands. Then he reaches up in the air, snatches a rose out of the air. And hands it to her in the final panel. 
and now she looks pleased. Finally, Ada seems to say with her face, something for me. <laughs> this cello competition has been all about you and your cello for some reason. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? What? W-T-F. What do you mean to tell me? I came all the way to Brussels just to play piano behind somebody playing their cello. Call the press balloon. <laughs> I need to get my story out. Oh, my God. Their love affair is like, how are the people throwing roses and not be and while they're all madly, madly fucking each other? Out of the passion that they've just seen unleashed yeah, on the unleashed. stage in Brussels. Okay, so now uh, <laughs> there are so many ellipses in this next one. There it's are just, so many. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. In just, just the wait. first, in just the f- oh eight nine, there are seven in just the first two panels. Just okay. wait. I can't wait. wait. All right. So now this is a very officious looking gentleman. He also has shiny black obsidian, let's call it, lapels. They're so shiny. He's got gray gray hair and a gray beard and mustache. And he says, Madame et Monsieur, dot, 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 drop down a line, dot, dot, dot. Without discussion or dissent, dot, 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 drop down a line, dot, dot, dot. By unanimous acclaim, dot, 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 dot. Is anyone still awake? I have been taking <laughs> forever to get this across to you. Uh, is anyone I hear snoring? <laughs> I also see the dawn is yes, breaking. Sir, you, you just stop, uh, sir, stop fingering the, the dawn, woman in front of you. Please stop, please stop with the finger banging and uh, hand jobs. <laughs> There will be plenty of time for that at the after party. Um, also, in the, please. Uh, in, in the closets that we don't know what is in it, you please, may go and your, your noisy filleting is making it difficult for me to read what's on this piece of paper, which for some reason has many, many periods in it, many put together. Madame et Monsieur, dot, 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 without discussion or dissent, dot, dot, dot. Dot, 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 by a unanimous acclaim, dot, dot, dot. Next panel, dot, dot, dot. The jury awards the first prize of the 56 Concours Forestier International. I see that, what that. you were warning me for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Amos and Etta. <laughs> Amos and Etta. Etta speaks because she's on the right, and Etta says. With her hand in her face. If he speaks with one more ellipsis. I'm going to scream. And the final panel, dot, 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 two, dot, dot, dot. He's self-owning. Uh, he, he, he mentions ellipsis again. Right. It, like, why make fun? Why make fun of this guy? Because this is, it's not like this is that much different than any other time that he uses it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck off. Just, I mean. It's okay. Just, there's All right. 18's too many. I, I, we're not going to make it. This is only 14. It's we're going to make it because this, what? 
Yeah. What do you have to say about this one? Okay, now, finally, the guy with the gray hair says, Amos Van Hosen. That's the first panel of the next next one. We see Amos and Etta, and Etta has her mouth open and crazy fucking teeth, and she seems to be floating out of her chair. And then in the final panel, she does indeed float up and away, and her shoes come off. Yeah, so again, let's make it about me. The accompanist. Everyone look at me after you've announced he won the competition. Well, look at fucking Amos. He it, was just told he won this and doesn't give a shit. Doesn't give a shit. <laughs> is looking up her skirt. No one needed to discuss this. Right. No, because nobody disagreed. There's unanimous acclaim and we gave it to Amos Van Hosen and he's like, huh, oh, oh, oh. that's, oh. All oh, right. What, look. Oh, my. Ed is flying in the air when her shoes popped off. There's Ed. Yeah, she's flying up probably uh, up to heaven. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I forgot I to put her underpants back on after we had sex in the oh, janitor wait, no. slash supply oh, slash rehearsal room. Well, I don't know what the cause is. Wait was. a minute. She's, she's got a bikini on under there. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, right. yeah, she's yeah. got a bit. Wait a minute. It has a big, long cord attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. It's attached to the press balloon. The cord goes all the way to the press balloon. <laughs> okay, so now we're at number 15. Now in the first one, um, God, what's up with her face? Anyway, they're in an embrace. He doesn't have his jacket on. Um, she looks like she's, um, I don't know, she's... Where, where are they? Because it looks like they're in the, uh, in the same place they were on the stage. No? It does kind of look like that. There's no telling. Um, so anyway, and what were those chairs in the in fourteen? What? Where are they now? Are they in the audience? It looks like they were in the audience because okay, like they sat in the chairs. audience. So yeah. more people. I don't had know played. why. Okay. I don't know why. They, what? It was fit, it was packed to the exits. Where? What seats where? did they have where to get into sitting? the audience? Where are they anyway? Sitting? So now they're somewhere else. He's taken off his jacket. They're embracing. She seems like um, she's like maybe in the throes of passion already. Yeah. Um, and then in the next one, she's reaching back behind her. He's like trying. He doesn't have his glasses on for once. Okay. He's trying to kiss her neck. And she says. Hold that thought. Dot, dot, dot. Drop down a line. Dot, dot, dot. There's the phone. Next one, she's got a corded phone that she's holding on. He's still molesting her. Oh, hello! Exclamation point, dot, dot, dot. What? No, he's preoccupied. Dot, dot, dot. May I take a message? And then the final one, he's looking, he looks up from making out with her neck, and she looks mad. <laughs> she's, she's furious. Mad. She's oh, furious. She's mad. Oh, she's so mad. She's um, furious. And where are they that a corded phone? So I guess back in the hotel room. I guess. I guess. I guess. There's no way to know. The hotel room, that they got a call on their hotel room thing that somebody is calling them on their corded phone there. Okay, so let's find out who it is in, in our 16th uh, one. Okay. And, okay, so now we find out. Um, again, Amos on the left, Edda on the right, Edda speaks first. His glasses are back on. Uh-huh. And his bow tie is untied. He has a, a shiny glass cummerbund. 
And um, she's hanging up the phone and says, That was the head of the Forestier Committee. Dot, dot, dot. And he says, Oh, I forgot. Dot, dot, dot. I have a press conference. Actually, you don't. You're not the winner. The prize has been disputed. And then now he stares at her and her head is down, dejected. And then in the final one, he says, why? (laughs) There's four whys at the end. Why? And she says, well, dot, dot, dot. You see. Dot, dot, dot. Drop down a line. Dot, dot, dot. The funniest thing happened. Dot, dot, dot. And then she's kind of hunched over. She still hasn't hung up the phone. (laughs) No. She's just standing there with the phone off the hook. Why? He's at E.T. all of a sudden. See, And and what would be funny is if he said, if you use one more ellipsis, I'm going to scream. Like he could have called back to the. (laughs) Right. It's like, why are you taking so. Well, you see. Why? Why? (laughs) Etta, why? Just say it. Just say it. Okay, so. um, Oh, Oh, gosh. Brooke. It's all coming crashing down for Etta. It is. For Etta. Yeah, it's all Etta. For Etta. He's standing there, hands behind his back. She's got her head down. She's sitting down. And then he says, so, dot, dot, dot. We've been all over the internet, as well as broadcast by satellite. <laughs> Captured in one of our most intimate moments, comma, drop down a line, ellipsis. <sighs> and I played to a packed house, completely unaware, because you refused to tell me. And she's and got then, her head bowed down in shame, sitting on the bed, and she goes, Yes. Now he's scooped her up in his arms, and he says, how can I thank you? Untelevised. Now, bring it home, Brooke. 18, we did it. We're at the finish line, but seems like we're at the finish line, but there is uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 900 words to read Mm -hmm. in this strip. Mm -hmm. Um. You get to be the person asking the question, who is weirdly on the left and speaks first. <clears throat> Amos and Etta are completely in different clothes now. I don't know why Etta is there. Uh, it's, yeah, it I makes no it, it's sense. Like, Again. It's like, uh, it's like there's a controversy with John McEnroe and, you know, his. He, so he does a press conference and his wife is there. Next to him in the yeah. press conference. Like, it's why kidding. would she be why? there? It makes because no sense. I'm sure she was like, no, I need to be there. No, 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 no. I need to be there. This is this is at a time. This is at a time. At a time. This is at a time. Okay. So anyway, um, they're, they're sitting there. Um, she's wearing a lavender turtleneck. He's wearing a green shirt with a pink sweater over top of it and a green blazer over top of that. I mean, I mean, what? Is he fucking wearing? But anyway, so a reporter from the audience asks. 
Because you and your pianist were captured on camera and broadcast worldwide in flagrante delicto, an allegation of unfair bias has been directed at the Forestier jury. In forfeiting the prize, do you have a statement? And do you regret what has happened? I neither forfeit nor accept the prize. I insist on another juried performance, period, drop down a line, dot, dot, dot. As for how much I regret what has occurred, dot, dot, dot. And then in the next one, he grabs her face and starts making out. And in the final one, it's like, okay, they're just going to fuck right here at the press conference. She's got her skirt hiked up, her her legs legs apart, her legs are spread. Her yeah, legs that's are why she was here. She was here. He's like, you got to come with me. I got something. Where's her look. hand in the first one, too? Like, is she getting him all riled up in the... That's why That's why the ellipsis, because he's like, uh, uh, dot, dot, dot. Ooh, ooh how much... Yeah, I insist on another jury cur- performance. Ooh, oh, yeah. cold. Cold, cold, cold. Warmer, warmer. <laughs> as for how much I regret what has occurred. <laughs> I mean, he lost the prize. I mean, and also these are like 20-year-olds that are so sophisticated in front of the press after having been caught fucking in a rehearsal room by a cello competition press balloon. It also kind of doesn't make sense. It's like, so there's an allegation of unfair bias that's been directed at the Forestier jury by who? By who? Like, who? Well, that's why we have 25 more. Who gives a fucking shit? In this series, yeah. Yep. Who gives a shit? But in forfeiting the prize, do you have a statement? But then he says, I don't forfeit it or accept the. So he's like, I don't care about your fucking prize. Well, we saw that when they announced that you won, you didn't give a shit. So Right. Well, but then he's like, I insist on another juried performance. So he's just he's like, I mean, it's. But wouldn't the so same. He's like a 20 year old going like, you're going to offer this again. And I'm going to prove again that I'm the best. And by the way. The bias that existed because everybody saw us fucking will no longer exist in that one. Right. Because, I mean, it's like. You can't. No, yeah. dude, you're, you guys are still the ones that fucked on TV. Like, the bias And now is you're there. doing it again. Now you're doing it again. Look at the, the, the flash bulbs from the cameras. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'll show you, a, I'll show you another juried performance. Now, but so, are you ready for the next? I mean, I couldn't wrap it up in. It's crazy. This is just insane. It's it's it gets it it gets more insane. I don't know. I have to think about this. I don't know if I can do another one of this fucking cello competition. I just I don't I don't know that I can do it. I, I hear honestly you. do. Not I know. hear you. I don't know. But what about our loyal listeners? You cannot let them down. They want to know what's going to happen. No? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I know. I don't know. Well, should this just be the last podcast we ever do? I mean, is that what? <laughs> I mean, I hate it to... broke us. It broke you. I can tell I hate it broke to give you. up all this money. I know. All the money that we've been making. All the but I mean, I guess money. I guess the money is drying up. But jeez, I mean, not for us. Not for I mean, us. We are, the, geez, the Benjamins just, are raining down. The C notes, Sweet I mean, Greens. That's, that's a restaurant. The no, Sweet Greens. No, you've never heard that story. The Sweet Greens. When no. we were playing, Charlie and I were playing Scattergories, and it was. Uh, it, it, the topic was money or something, and he had, and the letter was S, and he said sweet greens. 
And it was so good, I had to get, I, I let him have it because I'm like, sweet greens. So now we say sweet greens for money. <laughs> <laughs> the soup plantation. <laughs> the soup plantation, the, the chop somebody, stop. Somebody in the past was like, here's a great name for a restaurant. It's a spin on the word plantation. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go over to the soup concentration camp. Right. And they've right. got such a, I've got a coupon. <laughs> yeah. For for, have you been to Soup Schwitz? <laughs> it's so, the soup is so good. They have, always have a deal at Soup Schwitz. <laughs> you never go hungry at Soup Schwitz. <laughs> oh my God. Ironically. Well, this is officially our last episode. <laughs> that has to be. <laughs> We're canceled. I guess it was worth it. <laughs> Nine Chickweed Rage is written and produced by Brooke Dillman and Jeff Drake. If you're enjoying the podcast, help us spread the word. Tell your friends, subscribe, like, review, all that stuff. Also, if you've been exposed to a Nine Chickweed Lane in the wild, so sorry, but let us know. We're on Twitter, at Nine Chickweed Rage. That's us. Send us a message, and we'll do our best to explain it on a future podcast. And again, thanks for listening. You know you've got drawings filling your studio of a boob <laughs> flopping out in different situations. Don't I'm, tell me you don't have it, you, you crazy old it. fucking coot. <laughs>